Yeah, with thanks to our sponsor, Travel on King, it is time for Talking Travel. Sally Lucas is here. Big celebrations happening next year overseas, Sally, the centenary commemorations. It certainly is, Dave. It's, of course, all to do with the Western Front. And uh, Albatross Tours have um, asked people if they're interested to register their interests now for uh, departures on their All Quiet on the Western, Western Front Tour. Mm-hmm. Um, these are for the centenary commemorations that are occurring in 2017-18. So firstly, on the 11th of April, you've got the 100th anniversary of the Battle of Bouillecourt, which is a village in northern France and was one of several villages to be um, heavily fortified and in incorporated into the defences of the Hindenburg Line in 1917. So it was a very important part of defence for France, of course, which the Australians, again, you know, as we all know, were part of uh, saving um, Paris from, you know, falling to the Germans. Um, Also, the 100th anniversary of the Battle of Messines is on the 7th of June, and this was a a successful British assault um, that held a position, strategic position on the the Western Front as well. Um, Also, the 100th anniversary of the Battle of Polygon Wood, Mm -hmm. which is on the 26th of September. And again, that was a component of a larger British and Dominion operation that staged as a part of the Third Battle of Ypres, um, which again was a famous, of course, um, stand in, in that a war. Um, then you have got the actual 100th anniversary of the Third Battle of Ypres on the 12th of October and the 100th anniversary in 2018 of Villa Bretonneur. And of course, this was where the Australians are still absolutely almost, you know, um, yeah. renowned. And they've still got streets there called Kangaroo Street and lots of Australian memorabilia in the schools, etc. there. So that's a very important one. And then carrying on further, 4th of July 2018 is the anniversary of the Battle of Le Hamel, um, and that was a well-planned, successful Allied action on the Western Front. The 100th anniversary of the Battle of Mont-Saint-Quentin, which is on the 31st of August, and then towards the end of next year, of course, on the famous day of the 11th of November, it's the 100th anniversary of the Armistice. So there's quite a lot happening in 2017-18. Well, if it's anything like we celebrated last year with our 100th anniversaries for the Anzacs, I imagine there'll be big successes and there'll be something that people will just want to be at, to be part of. There's a lot of people there, and even I was watching on the news last night where it was the centenary of the Battle of Fromel, <laughs> and how many Australians were there, you know, the, the great nieces and nephews, etc., who... And some of the bodies had been recovered and tested to DNA and they didn't think they'd ever see, you know, their relative properly buried. And it was quite a moving ceremony to see that. So a lot of people in Australia do have a lot of interest in those particular battles and mm-hmm. because of the young, such a young, you know, group of people that lost, the young men, they were all sometimes only 18 and 19, you know, it was, it was tragic. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I think, yes, we all need to remember that and they're just something that if you're interested in, obviously, there's special anniversaries that are coming up and there are special tools designed to do that for you, as I said, for which you can register your interest now. Now, Sally, something <coughs> a little bit different, but something great. It's designed for the ladies, some female tours and going to one of the best places in the world, Thailand. <laughs> you obviously like Thailand, Dave. Great place. Nice and warm. Lots to see and do. There is. And what they're doing, the Thailand Tourist Board has just put out some information saying that they can offer more for female travellers. And I guess... 
you know, over the years, the young backpackers first started visiting when it was, a, you know, its early days, honeymooners and couples, you know, to romantic locations yeah. and, of course. But increasingly more female travellers are going to Thailand independently and in groups as they discover that there's now, like, many activities aimed specifically at them. So, you know, even if it's sports, like, there, there's special female um, schools for the Thai kickboxing. Um, and, you know, it's, it's quite a... Which is very popular with a lot of the younger ones, yeah. It is a lot of the women over there, and so that's something you can do if you're interested in adventure or sports style of things. Um, of course, you've still got the wonderful beaches, as we've mentioned, the lovely hotels, great food. I mean, the Thai food is fantastic. Yeah, yeah. And if you're a golfer, they've got fantastic golf courses. People don't think of Thailand mm. in that way, but the golf courses are amazing. Um, so whether you're seeking uh, sorry, shopping or sports or relaxation, there's a lot of tour operators now offering female-friendly experiences, and some of the hotels in the resort areas have got a female-only wing. Yep. So it's just for females, and you know they provide things like spa treatments and massages as part of a package. So that's always good to, to know as well. Um, um, and of course, don't forget we said mentioned just a minute ago the shopping. Of course, mm. um, it is quite famous for its shopping, and not just in Bangkok. Uh, if you go up to Chiang Mai, I mean Chiang Mai is, is cool. You're up in the mountains. Wonderful night markets up there. Wonderful handicrafts and artwork. So there's some fantastic things, and you can also go to a tailor and get things made out yes, for you. Yes. The nightlife is great. Uh, so yeah, there's lots of things there, and there's lots of as I said operators now putting packages together for female travellers. And yeah. another one is, believe it or not, yeah. it's um, a company called the Classic Safari Company. Now, they are putting small group journeys together for women only, um, not just for solo travellers, like women in, in twos or groups as well, but certainly if a lady is on her own, she's going to enjoy you know, doing a tour with other like-minded ladies. Now, they've got a tour to uh, the Holy India Festival, which is their festival of colour, which is held each year on the 5th to the 17th of March. And that was the only one they had. But because of the popularity on inquiry level they had for this, they're now added in an Arabian adventure, going into the wonderful dramatic landscapes of the wild wadis and mountains and deserts, coastal towns, forts, castles and all of it that Oman has to offer. So Oman, um, Persian delights and Iranian influences as well. So one into Iran, that's in May. Uh, the one in um, to, uh, sorry, Oman is in March as well. And then you've got one going to Kenya, which is fantastic, doing a really authentic safari, taking in those wonderful uh, wildlife that you can do. And that's in October next year. So some great women's only yeah. programs out there at the moment. And they're going to continue, I think, Dave, which is lovely for female travellers. Good to see. Now, when we come back after the break, Sally, what are we talking about as we continue to talk travel? We're going to talk a little bit about some cruising in Spain and Portugal and again in Myanmar or Burma, as we once knew. Now, Sally, we're doing a little cruising. We certainly are. And this is a lovely new cruise being launched for next year with a company called Variety Cruises. And it's like one of those big uh, yachts, if you like, like the Star Clippers yeah. and so on. So yeah. it's a masted vessel. And um, they're doing a Glories of Spain and Portugal, an eight-day cruise. It's only got 25 cabins on a vessel called the Panorama 2 in May next year. Uh, sailing on Saturdays, starting on May 13 through to October 21. And the cruise takes you between Malaga, Spain and Lisbon in Portugal or reverse with excursions to Granada, which is wonderful, Ronda, which is the most beautiful village perched up high in Spain, mm -hmm. Gibraltar, 
uh, Sevilla and, of course, the Jerez de la Frontera. So along the way, travellers will see UNESCO-classified monuments and the wonderful architectural jewel, which is the Alhambra Palace, which is just amazing. I mean, I've been there and you can have a whole day there. There's just so much to see. Um, you do some nice, uh, fine sherry tastings and, of course, you're going to enjoy the mix of Spanish, Moorish and Portuguese cultural mm-hmm. heritage. So it's a really lovely part of the world. I had a fantastic time there a few years ago. Um, and I just think it's it, the architecture and the history really gets to you because it was at a time when there was this mix, as I said, of where they had religion sharing churches. You know, wouldn't that be wonderful if we could do that today? So you've got the Moorish and the Christian all sharing a church because it was too expensive for them to all build their own churches. Yeah, yeah. So it, you've got this, as I said, an option to visit Granada, which is one of the most fascinating cities in Europe. And it was the last Muslim city to fall to the Christians in 1492. Um, so that's really, you know, historic. And you visit, as I mentioned, Alhambra, which is a series of palaces and gardens built under the, um, the Nazari dynasty in the 14th century, which is wonderful as well. Um, Ronda is also famous as the birthplace of modern bullfighting. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, where some of the um, cities in Spain now are gradually... You know, cutting that out yes. as the, it's not fair to either the um, bull, particularly, or sometimes the matador or picador if they mm. <laughs> if they get gored. Um, you continue to Gibraltar, where you've got the option of visiting the rock for that really spectacular rock of Gibraltar, um, and then in Sevilla, you've got an optional excursion that takes you to the cathedral, which is magnificent, the Alcazar Palace, and the Andalusian Gardens, which is w- wonderful as well. And of course, the Jerez de la Frontera you, is famous for its wines, its horse breeding, and Flamenco music. So this is a great um, itinerary and something I think you know listeners would really enjoy, and especially when you're only on such a small vessel with 25 cabins. You know, yeah. it's very personalised. So just something new, and just to mention. Briefly uh, here, Dave, we have talked about the cruises on the Irrawaddy River with Pandor Cruises before, but they've just announced that due to the high demand for the coming season, they've just been absolutely swept off their feet with people wanting to do this cruise, that they've actually replaced their existing uh, vessel with a larger vessel. Um, So it's got 18 cabins on it now, which they only had about... I think 10 before from memory and they run 10 and 7 night cruises which run through till March next year a lot of the departures have already sold out but you can of course continue further into the other parts of the year if you want to do that but it's continuing to be a really really popular destination and you're still you know it hasn't changed yet you know what I mean you're still in a time warp so it's really fantastic and you do a a cruise up through the famous you know the Mandalay area uh, Pagan and so you, you end up in Qatar at the end so it's a fabulous cruise and it's a beautiful vessel it's all wooden all teak and wood and all the cabins have uh, doors going out onto the deck so it's quite a lovely lovely way to do a leisurely cruise and see life in Myanmar as it still is and has been Okay, so fantastic. Now, what else have we got coming our way this afternoon, Sally? We've got some great hot deals coming our way in just a few moments. We love our hot deals. You are listening, with thanks to our sponsor, Travel on King, to Talking Travel with Sally Lucas at 2NURFM. Well, if you'd like to get away from the chills of winter, how about Fiji? 
yes. also considered to be one of the happiest places on earth. So the Warwick, Fiji, which is on the Coral Coast, there's a package there at the moment with Omnish holidays, five nights, including return airfares to Nandi, of course your luggage of 23 kilos, and you get airport transfers, five nights accommodation in an ocean view room, which is lovely, and you get a full buffet breakfast daily. Now that starts from under $1,200 per person, that's your lead-in, but there's some others there to the Sheraton, Fiji, if you'd like, which is at uh, under twelve fifty Plantation Island has got a seven night package for under thirteen hundred, which is fantastic. You get five nights there and you get a night each way because that's the way the flights work. That you sort of can't get out to the island. You know what I mean? The same yes. day, so you yes. have a night in Nandi in each direction, and also the Asawa Island Resort and Spa. That's a really um, well luxury mm. first class accommodation if you want to go there be a lovely place for a honeymoon or something like that so you're getting your one night again in nandy each way five nights accommodation in a bure suite beachfront uh, with a spa and you get all meals while you're on here and non-alcoholic be- uh, beverages a blue lagoon cave excursion as well now that's uh for about four thousand two hundred but what a wonderful honeymoon that would make for someone and i would love the sunshine just to warm up a bit just to warm up a bit <laughs> exactly mate i tell you yeah. um viking cruises have come out with some early bird offers for next year on their vessels on a whole range of their cruises worldwide um you can save up to a thousand dollars per couple on a selected cruise or if you don't want to do that way, they'll give you an airfare for four ninety nine per person return to Europe to do one of their European cruises. Now, they do also have cruises, though, into other areas like the Caribbean, and they're also offering the savings of up to 2000 per couple on that as well. But you need to book by 31 August if you want to take advantage of that offer, which is quite fantastic. Just thought I'd mention, too, this isn't actually a, a hot deal so much, but uh, it's the time of the year just about to start in the Broome and Kimberley area, which is really the Ningaloo Reef, exactly where you can swim with the humpback whales. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, there's only three places in the world that you can do this experience. So hear them singing, etc. So and this starts on the 1st of August. So just keep that in mind. If how you're how close across. can you get to them, Sally? I'm not sure. Is there still yeah. a bit of a, a, a there is. There's, there's strict environmental guidelines, yeah. and they can also accommodate non-swimmers. So obviously you'd have a noodle or something with you, and you are with yeah. a guide, of course. So I don't know the exact restrictions of distance, but of course there would be restrictions yeah, when sure. you're cl- close to such a large animal. Um, bike and barge, how would you like to do something like this? Something different in Europe after, you know, everything yeah. else that's happening. Bike and barge holidays are rapidly becoming uh, really the thing to do for active travellers. And I'll do, ideal for those over 50 who want to see Europe at a slower pace. And in the barging through France, which I have done luckily last year, is just wonderful. Mm-hmm. And they all provide, you know, bikes on board so you can hop off and ride between your stops because it's a very, you only cruise at about eight to ten knots. Yeah. So it's very, very slow. So they're offering some discounts there on those bike and barge packages with outdoor travel um, from August through to October this year. So keep that in mind. And the autumn offer as well, book one person on, on selected dates and you get 50% right. off for the second person oh, as well. Yeah. So that's really great. We've talked about solo travellers before and how they're often charged, you know, the full price. But uh, Swan Hellenic Cruises have got some new save affairs out, including a 50% single supplement, so not oh. paying that whole 100%, so they've cut it by half. Yeah. And they've got cruises doing the Celtic Traditions and Edinburgh Tattoo. How fantastic would that be? But that's soon, that's August, it might be a bit too soon. 
soon for you. A portrait of Portugal and Spain also in August. And then also a Mediterranean cruise going from the port closest to Rome, which is Civitavecchia in Italy, to Dubrovnik in Croatia, a lovely 13-day cruise. And then a Hellenic Odyssey on the 8th of October, uh, Dubrovnik to Piraeus in Greece. And the Eastern Mediterranean, where they're doing Cyprus as well on 21 October. So all those have got savers fares on them and single supplement reductions. So keep that in mind. And there's lots of other cruise deals uh, at the moment going on, Dave, quite a lot with Princess Cruises have got some great deals happening. And also um, we mentioned Viking Cruises, but the Variety Cruises as well have got early booking winter discounts if you uh, want to book on one of their cruises in winter in the Panama, Costa Rica area or the Seychelles beautiful parts of the world save up to 15% if you book by the 30th of September so there's a lot of others out there Dave far too many to mention but there's some great cruise deals to just about anywhere in the world at the moment all offering reductions so take advantage of them check with your travel agent and get on board so much going on and well covered there in our hot deals for this week so Sally thank you again thanks Dave you'll be back with us next Friday afternoon talking travel Sally Lucas here at 2NURFM